Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Podland, the first and only podcast on the internet. Uh, I am joined by my two co-hosts, Jason and Ian. Are any of you international this week? I know Ian, you went on a plane. I did. I went international for a split second. Then they were like, oh, we're going to Alabama, actually. So I actually Mm -hmm. flew over Isla Nublar. Um, Well, Isla Nublar. Yeah, there was nothing there. I don't. Yeah, I, there was nothing there. It was just, you know, all ash and whatnot. But then I came back to Alabama and I went up to Chattanooga. And whatnot. Mm. But um, mm. I didn't know this was the only podcast on the internet. Yeah, yeah, so, only one. It's, the, it's, oh. it's actually only uh, it's us and Joe Rogan, the two podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Is Joe aware oh, of that? Crap. Joe's aware of that. Right? Well, he's the one who got I paid, think... so I think he's aware, aware of, of that. Yeah, okay, a little okay. bit. I think we'll um, we're letting the elephant in the room kind of slip by. No comments. Does everybody like my hat? Okay. <laughs> my hat. This is kind of a new one that cool. I've debuted this week as well. Seattle Kraken. Terrible hockey team. Yeah, terrible hockey team. What's with well, the Seattle uh, Kraken? Those You're... of you who are listening, Nick is Nick is wearing a Seattle Kraken hat. I'm wearing a Jurassic Park hat. Sorry for. Those who are listening and not watching, but and you should really get on the watching boat and jump to YouTube. Because I don't, I don't know, I don't know why the all the attention is on your two guys's regular old baseball caps, and why all the attention is not on the Podland debut of the bucket hat. Well, our our it's baseball caps bad. didn't make us late for the. Oh, no, don't don't mention don't mention it don't mention it. Don't mention it. Okay. All right. Uh, Jason, what were you going to say before I uh, interrupted you? So he was going to be about the bucket uh, hat. It, it was going to yeah, be about the bucket uh, hat. It was 100% going to be about the bucket hat. Yeah. All right. Jason, you know, you guys are sometimes ridiculous. tradition is best. You know, old ways are the best. And you should have just worn a baseball cap from the start. So, all right. Nick. Well, Take it away. What do we what do we have in store for us today? My talking about uh, this is going to be an awesome segue. Talking about uh, new things that should have been left in the past. Uh, a Joker mm. sequel was announced this week. Uh, mm. Todd Phillips went on Instagram, confirmed he is writing and directing. Joaquin Phoenix is returning. Uh, the title has. It's a working uh, French phrase, folie à deux. I listened to a lot of Google Translate just so I could nail <laughs> that. Um, and you did, my friend. Say, you say did. it again. Say it one more time. Uh, folie à deux. Folie à deux. Folie à deux. It is. Uh, you t- I'm going to just cut you off because I don't think we need bad French. <laughs> Uh, it is defined as an identical or similar mental disorder affecting two or more individuals closely and members of a close family, which caused many people to think, is this going to be a Harley Quinn movie? Is There was a theory when the Joker came out in 2019 that maybe he's not the real Joker from like the comics. Maybe he's like the inspiration for the Joker. Um, but while you guys were delaying the podcast for an hour. Some news came oh, out. I, dang it. I wanted exact d- thing. Dude, I, w- I wanted to be the one to break it because you're always on Hollywood reporter 
variety. You're always the first one to send uh-huh. the news. Hollywood I was really reporter. hoping. Yeah, I was really hoping to be the first one. Well, do you want? Take do you away. want to read it? Do you want to read it? Sure, sure. So, um, as you were introing this topic about the Joker sequel, the Hollywood Reporter just posted an article like this would be really thirty minutes ago. These were different things. No, thirty <laughs> minutes ago, Hollywood Reporter said Joker two, Lady Gaga in early talks to join Joaquin Phoenix, Todd Phillips in musical sequel yeah the source says that the sequel is a musical if the deal uh goes through obviously gaga will probably play holly quinn this uh wow wow there's a lot to talk about here so not only do we have the news that there's going to be a joker sequel which joker was never written to be a franchise it was kind of a one and done yeah welcome to hollywood and then on top of that you have maybe like Lady Gaga joining, and then on top of that, that would lead to it being a musical. What do you what do you think of this, Ian? Oh, I'm not, I'm not excited. I there there were so many people come out coming out of Joker that were like, oh, I hope there's another one, and I hope Batman's in it. I'm like, no, you are what I hate about you know Hollywood and. Literally everything that isn't original these days. I, I, I'm talking about this, but uh, we, our main topic is a, you know, not an original film. But regardless, I'm not excited about it. I mean, maybe, maybe it's gained a little interest in the musical aspect of it, but we'll see. We'll see. What about you, Nick? Well, Todd Phillips has gone zero for two in my opinion with sequels between Anchorman two and three. So, yeah, I don't know about this one, guys. Um, when this was announced, uh, like last week in our group chat, I was quite upset. Like, I, I, I like the idea of a one-off Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. He won the Oscar for it. I know it's quite divisive and people got all up in arms about it. But, like, it's a, it's, it's a solid one-off movie. That's what I kind of, like, that's what I liked about it. It was kind of like, picking up a one-off graphic novel and being like, oh, cool. This is a self-contained story. I like that it was a self-contained story. And yeah, I don't know. This kind of ruins it for me. I'm not looking forward to it, which might be the first time I'm not looking forward to a Joaquin Phoenix movie. But yeah, I don't know. Jay, are you excited or no or yes? or Did you, you just well, did you just say that Todd Phillips did Anchorman 2? Because he did not. I'm pretty he sure did he, the did. Hang- he did not. Oh, he did, uh, that's what did I meant. The I did the hangover. That's yeah, what I meant. Yeah, he- In my, yeah, because there's no there's no Anchorman three. That's what no, I meant. No, no, Hang- yeah. Hangover two and three. Yeah. Which that that's crazy that those that became a franchise. <laughs> so it, it kind of is kind of funny how he has experience in this arena of a one off film that gained enough notoriety, popularity and gross in the box office that it wanted this the the studio asking for sequels so this is the second time in his career that's happened i'm not uh, i guess i would i would take a little different um path than you guys in my thought process i'm not mad about it i'm not angry about it because i don't think it diminishes at all the first joker film and how good that was i wouldn't 
prefer to happen because I like this idea that DC and Warner Brothers is 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 taking and going down, which you would assume that it would continue. For those that don't know, Warner Brothers was recently acquired by Discovery, and so they have a new boss. Um, what's the CEO's name? Like Zasloff or something? There's a lot of funny. Yeah, he's about- he's he's uh, trying to shake it up too. Yeah, he's he's already coming to HBO, which is also owned by Warner Brothers and canceled a bunch of shows. And uh, and so he's not messing around. So I would assume I mean, he greenlit this. I'm assuming uh, he's got really a really good um, reputation in the entertainment industry. He built up Discovery Plus from nothing to something that's like gigantic. So I feel like the guys making these decisions have right heads on their shoulders yeah so again it's like maybe i would have preferred it to be a one-off because i kind of like that they've been doing that with the batman and with joker but i'm not mad about it i'm not mad about it at all i mean and todd phillips i mean this guy this guy has uh, his last couple of films have been pretty fantastic war dogs did you see that with mastella yeah that and, was uh, that was awesome Hill. yeah that's a great that movie. was great and so he did war dogs and then joker so that's two great films you have Joaquin Phoenix. If this is true about Lady Gaga, I mean, she's been crushing it in everything she's been in. So there's obviously talent there. There's obviously good business, you know, individuals making these decisions there. Um, so I'm 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 optimistic about it. I'm not mad about it. Would I have preferred it? Maybe not, but I'm not mad it's happening. All right, well. Moving on to Marvel news. Did I just win that? There was no rebuttal. Did I just win that argument? I mean, I just, yeah, I just well, don't. I, mean, I don't we're care. All just, I don't, yeah, we're all I just don't care kind of, enough to rebuttal that. Like, I just don't. We're all just kind of like in limbo with it because of what we said. You know, we, we didn't expect a sequel. We didn't want a sequel. But here we are with a sequel. And then Lady Gaga's announced. And yeah, Joaquin and Lady Gaga are great. But we don't want the sequels. So it kind of evens it out. So. It's it's a little bit like, in my opinion, Rogue One, and to a lesser extent, Solo. Those were well, to two a greater movies. extent, Solo. No, no, to a lesser extent, Solo. Those two movies. You don't were, talk. Those two movies were not wanted by the fan base. I didn't want either of those movies, but both of those movies are way better than the sequels we got, which I did want. I wanted sequels, and they sucked. I didn't want those two anthology films. And they were fantastic. Well, wow. Rogue One was fantastic. Solo was 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 good. I mean, so, you were right in look, not wanting Rogue One because it's pretty mid. But, oh, all right, all right. All right moving continue. on, moving on. Uh, like I said, to some Marvel news. This has not been officially announced by Marvel or Disney, but it got leaked to Deadline, and that's about as clear cut as you can get without it being coming from uh, the source itself. I'm, I'm guessing that they'll save this for D23 in a couple months as like an official announcement. Um, but a Thunderbolts movie is uh, moving ahead and Jake Schreier is set to direct. Uh, I believe he directed Black Widow previously. Um, this would be kind of Marvel Suicide Squad. It would have uh, Baron Zemo, Yelena Belova, Ghost, Taskmaster, The Abomination, U.S. Agent, and The Winter Soldier. 
doing anti-hero tasks. Jay, do you want to do a mini pew corner for that? Look, I am never, ever going to skip out on a movie with Florence Pugh in it. So I, I can't say this is an official, you know, pew corner moment because um, it's a it's a I mini she, mini moment. It's a mini moment. So obviously, I'm excited that she's in another movie that I get to see. I mean, anytime Florence Pugh gets to grace the screen in your lives by her glorious presence. It's a good thing. I think you're getting a little distracted. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this uh, now this one is is one that I'm not excited about. I mean, I I'm, think the I'm anti-hero stuff. One. The anti-hero stuff is is becoming a little overdone in recent memory, and uh, and of all of those characters, Florence Pugh's is like the only one I would. I really care about seeing in a movie about themselves. The Winter Soldier. Um, I feel like he's going to be tasked to like keep them in check. Like he's fully good. So he would be kind of like the Rick Flag. Yeah, character yeah, that's that's in, kind of my guess. Suicide Squad. That would that would make sense. And I would like. I guess I'd like him a little bit better than Rick Flag. But U.S. Agent wasn't wasn't big on that character. Taskmaster hated that character. Abomination. We just don't know. I think they're changing his character a ton. Uh, Baron, I think he's done. I, I'm tired of his character as well. So it's just like none of these characters, other than, of course, uh, the goddess Florence Pugh, really resonates with me. Um, I'm not invested in any of them. And then the talent behind it, from the director to also the writer who both worked on Black Widow, which I was not a big fan of, doesn't get me excited. So not not much about this film is, is getting me psyched. What do you think, Ian? Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I thought the most the the more recent anti-hero Suicide Squad was way better than the its predecessor. Um, I haven't seen Birds of Prey. I don't know if you would call that a anti-hero movie, but yes. Um, but we did watch Morbius, so and that's definitely an anti-hero movie, 100. Um, percent I'm excited. I I think we have, you know it, it'll be interesting to see what kind of uh, Stuff, you know, Marvel puts in an anti-hero movie because DC doesn't give a crap what what goes into its movies. But then Marvel is like, oh, you know, we want three-year-olds to watch this. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I As long as the Baron wears his mask, I, I think I'll be all right. So Yes, yes. Ian, Ian is speaking my language. Uh, Baron Zemo, to me, is a top three MCU villain. So anytime he is attached to anything, I'm excited. Uh, I'll, I'll give this a fair shake. I'm glad. I am so glad that this is a, um, a movie and not like a. It's not announced as like a six part Disney Plus yeah. show because yeah. oh my, I am running. My patience is running you thin just, on the six part Disney just, Plus shows. Um, going down here. One one wrinkle in this, which I think is interesting, is William Hurt, who played Thunderbolt Ross. Um, in all the, the past like decade of Marvel movies passed away in uh, March. I know that they, they mm. did a thing for him during the, the Oscars. So I could see Julie uh, Louise Dreyfus's character who is in Falcon and the Winter Soldier and in the, uh, was she in anything else? Uh, just she was that in show? The, the, TV, the TV show and at the end of Black Widow. 
Oh, the end of Black Widow. Yeah, that's that's. Oh, that's right. Yep. So I I feel like she would take on that Thunderbolt, um, kind of leader role and and kind they do it like in his honor. I don't know why they would do it in his honor since he was very anti-hero that entire time. So I don't know. I am uh I'm semi looking forward to it. So. And then moving from one, what? Well, uh, just just a quick correction uh, on something that was said. Uh, Jake Shreya did not direct Black Widow. Kate Shortland apparently was the director of Black Widow. It's did just the writer. It's just oh, okay. it's just the writer. Yeah, same writer. Your your uh your fact fact checker Jamie today. Dude, I'm on it. Call me Jamie. <laughs> Jamie with the bucket hat. Bucket hat, Jamie. Um, moving from one anti-hero team to the next, the boys has been renewed for a season four at Amazon prime. Have you guys been watching this new season? Yeah, I'm not all the way caught up. I need to watch the latest episode, but I'm three episodes in. So yeah, that I've watched, haven't watched anything, but I, I heard about the notorious scene. Oh, the scene's awesome. (laughs) Uh, That's a shame that that was spoiled for for you i don't know if awesome is the adjective i would use for it but it's something what what wait what scene are we talking about in episode one like five minutes okay in. okay yeah, yeah. Uh, okay I, I that's just, what i thought <laughs> yeah. I, is, is it five minutes in yeah it's, i mean it really it's is. like immediate it's the class it's, like, it's the it's the classic how would ant-man kill thanos yeah exactly and if it, it's literally like the predecessor before the title comes up like the title goes over like after oh everything gosh. yeah so it literally is five minutes in but so should i skip it no that scene no. Watch it. I absolutely, absolutely watch not it. absolutely watch it watch it i don't know what i don't know what you're talking watch about. it it's crazy dude it's awesome nick are you all the way caught up right now yeah it's this, this past episode was how's amazing. episode four okay really good i i i i am thoroughly enjoying this season it's hard to I kind of have a, a like a strict rule to not rate a season before it's fully out yet, but I right. I am projecting that I will like this season more than season two, um, okay. just with the pacing that it's going at and like it's it's moving a million yeah, the miles an hour. The cliffhanger at the end of three was awesome, so I need to. I'll probably watch it tonight, honestly. But um, so we all we're all giving a, a season four a thumbs up. Yeah. It's yep. I, I'm glad that this isn't the last season. I was a little worried um, just because this announcement hadn't come yet. I'm guessing that this will be five seasons if I had to put my money on it. Um, yeah, I, I'm pumped. The more of this show. Yeah, this is, this is one of Prime's. This is one of Prime's strongest shows. So oh, yeah. Up until they, the I Lord of the Rings experiment that. in September. Yeah, and did, then we'll we'll see it, about Invincible next year, which I'm very excited about. Didn't um, you uh, didn't you mention Nick that the boys so far through its first two seasons only covered like a tiny fraction of the beginning of the comics? Oh yeah, and w- there's a comic run that they are gonna touch on in episode six, um, in two weeks. If you know what I'm talking about, you know, um. It let me we'll we'll circle back after episode six airs, and I feel like we'll be like, wow, that put episode one to shame. Hmm. All right. Um, well, 
our lone trailer for the week. Are you guys pumped about this? Because <laughs> no, the hierarchy of the DC not. universe is about to change. <laughs> I don't know if you guys if you guys heard that or not. <laughs> this, um, was, this was this was something <laughs> like everybody everybody saw this coming. <laughs> Black Adam's first trailer released this week. Um, the Rock. I don't know if you guys. There was like some gaming convention and they they did a uh, a panel for it and he did like some cameo video of him in the gym like previewing the uh the trailer and just like rambling on for like it was like the longest minute video i've ever seen in my life i'll send it to you guys if you haven't seen it but it is it's insane the rock is fully in the dc universe now I believe the movie comes out in October. I, I think that was like the one DC movie that didn't get delayed this year. Jason, Black Adam, The Rock. What did you think? You ready for this, guys? Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> oh, let's I'm go. all. I'm all in on Black Adam. Let's freaking <laughs> go, dude. Dude, I thought this trailer. Uh, you guys. You guys. Uh, forgive my French shat on this trailer. I didn't say a single thing yet. Yeah, we have it. I I'm the only one that's I'm the only I one that's shaking my head. Don't don't yeah, don't rat Nick out just yet, my friend. Okay, okay. I, I just was basing it off of some of the comics uh, comments I saw in the chat. That's all. Um, I thought the trailer looked really fun, and Dwayne Johnson, dude, he. <laughs> is ripped man i mean <laughs> more ripped than i think he's ever been which is saying something this dude is massive massive jason, and jason holds up pictures he's like he's comparing him to his last piece of work he's like yeah yeah he's definitely more ripped. But, but like he so i think we've all, we yeah. probably we've probably all seen the headlines by now but but they didn't use any padding in suit it is like a skin tight suit. It is all Dwayne Johnson. It's all him. And I, I mean, guys, it it is hard not to look at. It is it, it is something to marvel. Trust me, it's unbelievable. You like if you look at Shazam, go look at Shazam. And why am I forgetting Chuck? Zachary what, Levi. His, Zachary Levi. Go look at him in Shazam. And then look at the rock. They're the same size, but you can tell that Shazam is like half just padding. And then it's something else. So he looks awesome, I think. Pierce Brosnan is in this thing, dude, as Dr. Fate. I don't know much about Dr. Fate, but Pierce Brosnan, dude, James Bond coming in here. He looks awesome. I'm all about it. Uh, I don't really know anything else about the movie. No, Noah Centineo really is in it as Adam Smasher. There you go. I don't know who that is, but there you go. If if you've watched a Netflix original teen movie, you've seen Noah Centineo. Yeah. Was he in uh was he in uh um To All the Boys I've Loved? Probably. Okay. Oh, he is. I just looked him up on IMDb. Not that not that I've seen that, but um <laughs> I, I've, seen, no, I've seen it. It's this, great. This, it's great. This guy's face looks familiar, but I don't think I've ever seen a movie from him. But no, I'm uh, I'm, I'm bought in a black guy. I'll be my last comment on this would be I will be the opening night. I'm going to get actually, this might be the only movie I purchase tickets in the very front row, dead center front row. 
everyone's gonna be buying their tickets online and they're gonna be like what the heck there's one (laughs) seat gone there's one seat gone it's in the front because trust me baby i want to get as close to those muscles i want to get as close to those man cheeks as humanly possible okay i want to smell it so i am uh i'm ready to go the okay ian ian you you give your thoughts and then i'll i'll give a quick a quick ending rebuttal Okay, so I don't hate The Rock. Let's, I'll, I'll, I'll say that. No, I don't, I don't either. I don't hate The Rock. He does a lot of cheesy movies, and I enjoy most of the time those cheesy movies. Like I watched Red Notice, and him and Ryan, Ryan Reynolds' like charisma in that is awesome. Okay, maybe but not Red Notice. He just but skyscraper. And I, I didn't see. Was he in Jungle, 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 uh, Jungle Cruise. River, River, Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Cruise? Oh yeah, I watched um, Jungle Cruise. Was that good? Was that good? It was. was he good it was okay. 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 Um, so I, I don't hate him, but the concept of black Adam is super weird to me. And just, I don't know, Jason, to your point about his suit. Yeah. He looks awesome in the suit, but the suit looks really corny. I'm just not a big fan of the suit. And I think that's just, I think it's just one piece of advice. Don't focus on the suit. (laughs) Focus on, focus on those bulging muscles. dude. And it's not about the suit. It's about the person in the suit. That's right. That's right. You know what? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. He's the only he's the only DC guy right now that's not in a heap of trouble. So, you know, <laughs> we, we should be thankful for... Or like for the Rock. Right, exactly. Or not like part of a separate project yeah. altogether. So uh, I guess we should be thankful. Um, uh, but Jason Momoa, too. They're, they're one and the same, honestly. Jason Momoa. Is anybody panning in his? No, he's he's half naked, right? All right. Anyway, um, I I'm very indifferent. It it doesn't look the best, but considering that DC, uh, Warner Brothers is like, okay, both both the Flash and Aquaman now is going downhill. Let's put everything. Hey, we, we haven't seen Aquaman too. Okay. Yeah, but uh, let's. Let's just hold off on that, and then. Okay. Uh, All right, that's fair. I will. Um, I, I would say, Ian. I think the suit is way less corny than the Shazam suit. Yeah, way that's true. Less. That's true. But it's what's Shazam like? More like a self-aware thing. This looks like it's going to be all serious and what well, you know. So, well, let me hop hop in here. The it's weird that they're doing a Black Adam movie separate from Shazam initially. Because they get their powers from the same place. Hmm. Like, it's like that same wizard guy from Shazam. Um, I forget what his name is. That movie is escaping me. But, like, the, the, the place he goes where he says the Shazam word and then he gets given the suit. You know what I'm talking about? That guy? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that guy. He, they're like, Shazam and Black Adam are, like, one and the same. And they're, like... It's weird that they're making separate movies and not bringing them together. But I think that's obviously like going to happen down the road if Black Adam is successful, which it obviously will be because The Rock is like the last action star alive who can you can just bet on. Um, The one thing I will say, you guys keep talking about the suit. I I guess we all I guess we all forgot about Tom Cruise, but that's fine. Tom Cruise would have put real dinosaurs in the Jurassic World movie. Just want to say that. So. Uh, Tom Cruise would have gone to a real wizard and gotten that suit. Um, <laughs> it is weird. Like the rock is one of those actors who's like, 
you see him in a role and it kind of takes you out. You're like, that's not a character. That's just the rock wearing a gray shirt. And it's kind of the same thing here. Like it's weird seeing him in a, like this is easily the biggest franchise he's been in like more so than the fast franchise, like the DC universe is like, that's massive. And he's in a DC movie. He's headlining it. And all I saw that entire trailer was just the rock flying. (laughs) Which like, you know what does it for me is, you know, he's bald. You know, if they put a yeah. wig on him, it could be a little different. But the fact that he's bald in literally everything, he doesn't even wear a hat. In some, I'm sure he wears a hat in uh, Jung- Jungle Cruise. But yes, he, um, uh, he has it, hair in Moana. Okay, all right, <laughs> all, right. all right, Jason, <laughs> smart guy. Yeah, bro. <laughs> all right, um, well, let's yeah. let's Ian. So, I'm gonna I'll kick it know. to you for the review. Okay, all right. Yep. Let's no more Black Adam talk until October. Okay. <laughs> um, now we segue to a very sad part of this of this episode. Um, Jurassic World Dominion um, opened last Friday. And although it pulled really good numbers, it is a terrible movie. Oh, coming uh, right out of the gate. Yeah, it is terrible. What? It is it is Jurassic World's Rise of the Skywalker. Rise of the Skywalker. It's Jurassic World's Rise of Skywalker, honestly. It's just a terrible conclusion to what started off as a strong franchise, Jurassic World. Um, the synopsis reads, four years after the destruction of Isla Nublar in Fallen Kingdom, Dinosaurs now live and hunt alongside humans all over the world. This fragile balance will reshape the future and determine once and for all whether human beings are to remain the apex predators on a planet they now share with history's most fearsome creatures in a new era. And let me Man, tell you, I wish we would have seen that. Yep. I, I, let me tell you, Colin uh, Trevorrow is not a uh, apex uh, predator. I'll say that. So he does not deserve... To live on this uh, planet after oh my, oh my. yep Whoa. yep <laughs> um th- this movie's just not good it's not good the whole time I saw points of nostalgia that you can see in every Jurassic Park and Jurassic World film I mean you got a lot of different stuff that really pops at you and uh, they're they're trying to bait the audience to, you know loving it for the nostalgia that combined with the OG cast, which I thought was going to be awesome, completely flopped. It makes you hate characters that you love from the nineties. He's about to cry. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's just sad. It's, it's really sad considering what we got as a prologue a year ago. Don't um, get me started on that. Battle of Big Rock, which came out on YouTube, which I highly recommend you watch because that's awesome. Um, and even now, we got a we got an animated show on Netflix that is way scarier than all three of these movies that came out within this um, six year period. Uh, and it's just sad that Colin was like, "Yeah, this looks good. I'm happy with this." After doing Jurassic World in 2015, arguably the second strongest Jurassic movie out there, he looked at Dominion 
and said, yeah, this looks good. This is awesome. So, you know, I don't know how much blame you can put on Fallen Kingdom. I forget who directed that. J.A. Boingya, who actually is directing the first two episodes of the Lord of the Rings show. Oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm just not a fan of this. There's nothing really else to say. There's not a lot of dinos in it. It's, it's really quite uh, not a Jurassic World movie. It's more so a well, look at the shitty human doing the shitty thing again because nobody ever learns from their mistakes um and then the og cast is set to resolve it of course and um i mean what there was there was the the most random conflict was introduced in this movie and we'll get into it pretty shortly here nick texted it to me and i just like the whole time the whole time this conflict came up on the screen i was like what what is this why and uh, so, yeah, I've bumped. Um, I really want to talk about what my expectations were for this before seeing it. I really, I really wanted to see more of a uh, battle. Did you of make Big like Rock a PowerPoint slash... for this? Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> and I pulled down the screen. <laughs> um, it's really going. Yeah. I mean, if this, you yeah, can tell that this just... like this hurt him a lot. Yeah. This, it, no, you, it does because you Jurassic gave him the Park on, and he is going. <laughs> Jurassic Park is one of my favorite films of all time, and just to see this franchise that started off really strong. You guys can agree with me there, right? Jurassic World back in 2015. Yeah, solid. It was, solid it, was, it, was, it was a solid movie. It, you know, it, it, mirrored, it mirrored a lot of Jurassic Park, but that's okay. It worked. So did uh, um, The Force Awakens. You know, it mirrored a lot of A New Hope, but it worked and people loved it. But then, you know, you... Yeah, hand it off to another director, just like the Star Wars franchise did. And instead of The Last Jedi, we got Fallen Kingdom. And it was quite tragic. Um, and then this one, barely scraping by one more star for me because the dinos were awesome in this um, when they were on the screen, which was very little time. Uh, it just It's just an, uh, it's such a train wreck. Just an absolute train wreck. And I'm sad today, 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 Steven Spielberg is he's he he blames himself for creating Jurassic Park back in the 90s, because if he knew what this franchise would would turn out to be in 2022, he'd been like, nope, let's cut it immediately. So. Wow. <sighs> wow. Jeez. It's OK. I can't even breathe. It's like can we you realize Steven Spielberg directed. Indiana Jones 4, right? Yeah, that, uh, he was just blind on that one. That's okay. So, that just Yeah. But Indiana Jones 4 is way better than Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and Dominion. So or maybe is it in the same tier? Is it in the same tier? Uh, same tier? Jay, you go first before me and then, then we'll hop into spoilers. 100%, 100% same tier. Yep. Um yeah, I I mean, geez, I feel like Nick, I um, mean, Ian just monologued for this half movie hour. Sucks. He kind of spoke for us all. I I would have similar feelings, although I would candidly say I don't know if they're as deeply rooted as Ian's. I hate this movie. It's, it sounds like this really uh, personally impacted him. Can't say the same for me, but 
I agree. This is not a good film. Uh, everywhere from the screenwriting, you know, the whole the whole writing of both the plot, the story, and the characters was was really cringy. It was really bad. Uh, the execution from a directing standpoint was poor, and it's it's sad to see from Contraval because you know when the first Jurassic World movie came out. It was pretty good. And I do like the comparison you make and to the sequels of Star Wars because they follow like the exact same trajectory. Uh, you, like identically. Point, uh, identically. Yeah. The first movie, <laughs> the first movie, a retread of the original, but updated it to get fans back on board. It was relatively successful in that. They were both fun movies. Second movie went to a different director. It was an opportunity to take the franchises both respectively in like a new unique direction because the whole idea of those first movies both force awakens and jurassic world was hey we need to get the old guys who were fans of the originals on board as well as introduce it to the, the new generation and get them on board and now that we have them both on board we have our solid fan base both those movies made a ton of money were really well respected for the most part now we can take the story in a new path and be creative and, and be fun with it. And instead, both franchises just double down on the same storylines, you know, the same idea, same characters, not doing anything new. And it did not work. The second movies were a big disappointment. And then the third movies in both trilogies, Rise of Skywalker, and then Dominion painfully bad and so bad that to your point Ian it's 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 interesting to think of Colin Trevall writing the script for this directing this movie and thinking this is a solid film like there's a disconnect I don't know what it is I, I don't know if it's just hey everyone involved knows that this is a terrible movie but the but they also know that the IP is so strong that they're still going to make money on it so they don't really care as much I don't know Which, what it is. Yeah, that's heartbreaking. It is, especially because you have the OG cast on here. You have Sam Neill and whatever uh, the woman. Lauren. Laura yeah. Dern. Um, and Jeff Goldblum. And, you know, for them to be, you know, I know they do great stuff outside of Jurassic Park and whatnot, but for them to come into this project and essentially, like, I don't know if they did their best with what Colin gave them with either the screenwriter gave them, but you know, for them to not say anything to Colin after watching this for the first time and being like, Colin, this isn't good. This isn't what, this isn't what we set off to make. Yeah. The, the story is just nonsensical. You know, it's just nonsensical and it's boring. It's actually boring. And again, we've seen now exact same storyline, six movies in a row. And you're like, gosh, it's the exact same thing. Uh, John Campia, who I, I've watched for many years on YouTube. I think it was John Campia, or maybe it was Christian Holoff, which is another YouTuber I watch. One of those two guys said recently that they were really hoping the Jurassic World franchise would go into like a Planet of the Apes type of style that Matt mm. Reeves did, mm -hmm. which... You know, you start off with, you know, the original IP, original story, but you go in this like drastically different, you know, uh, path story wise. I think that and was Chris so, Duckman. And it's maybe, or maybe it's Chris Duckman. It's one of those guys. Um, yep. 
And, and that was, that franchise was awesome. It, mm-hmm. it paid homage to the originals. It still felt connected to the originals, but it went in such a different path that was new and exciting. Those were so good. And I wish that Jurassic World and Star Wars would have taken a book out of that page and they just didn't. And, uh, and so I was bummed about it. Not as committed, like as personally in, into the franchise as you, obviously, Ian. Um, but I understand the pain because I felt that way with Star Wars. So yeah, uh, big disappointment. Last thing I'd say as well is it's I'm I'm personally bummed for Colin Trevorrow because you know he came out on the scene really out of nowhere with Jurassic World and he seemingly hit it out of the park and did it really well, and then he landed the Last Jedi job. He was going to direct the Last Jedi. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Episode uh, the nine. Rise of Skywalker, episode nine. He landed episode nine, which was titled The Duel of the Fates, which is awesome. And then he made Book of Henry, which wasn't very good. And then Kathleen Kennedy fired him episode nine, and he came back to Jurassic World and directed this. So ever since the Jurassic World movie, one, you know, Book of Henry, Star Wars, uh, Dominion, it's like, each three projects since have been duds. And I just, I feel bad for him because I had hope that, hey, this isn't kind of like a, a stud in the making and uh, just hasn't lived up to the hype. So definitely bummed all the way around. Yeah. I, I don't Nick. want, um, I'll give general thoughts, but have you read the script for Duel of the Fates? It like leaked yeah. a couple years ago. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna bring this up. I, uh, this movie actually made me do two things. I went home and then the day after I watched, <laughs> Uh, dominion i watched the original jurassic park awesome which is which is so good it's, it's such a fun such movie a, such a great movie oh such a fun movie makes you so much more disappointed in dominion and then second i uh i read the script to the duel of the fates uh nick which is not fantastic but it's definitely way better than what we got oh it, it's if you have not read it it is a cool like what if experiment because it's a fully completed script i think someone even like half animated it too on youtube you can you can look it up but it's it's a really cool different take on what episode nine did and how it kind of fit it fits more into like how the last jedi ended things um but yeah i digress enough enough star wars talk that's enough star wars talk for for today i believe for Uh, this year time to yell about Time to yell about dinosaurs. Uh, yeah, this movie sucked. Um, this It sucked, but I will say this. And this might be... I might say more nice things about it when we get into spoilers. This movie is not Fallen Kingdom, and that is the biggest compliment I can give it. I do, yeah. I do think it's the second best in the world trilogy, <laughs> but like the rating disparity much. is like ginormous still. It's yeah, it's insane. Good. Like it's closer to Fallen Kingdom than it is just the original Jurassic World. Um, yeah, very very. It felt so corporate, like so uninspired. Uh, in spoilers, we'll talk about like the actual plot of it and how nonsensical it is, and they just drop the ball. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it was such a bummer. I was like, it kept coming like closer and closer during the spring and i was like man i really hope this is good like i really was cheering for it to be a good movie yeah there's a reason why this wasn't on my top five anticipated 
<laughs> you you had you had spidey senses about this. I did not. Yeah. I I was like, it'll be at worst, it'll be a good popcorn summer movie, and it ended up being uh, just a just a bad movie, just horrible. Um, so mm-hmm. uninspired. So they just you can tell that they were in it for like the money too. Like the nostalgia doesn't work. It's so forced. And the emotion doesn't work, and it's just so bland and dull. And I could go on, but I, I do want to want to talk spoilers. So Ian, I'll throw it back to you. Um, so this is this is a spoiler warning if you don't want this spoilers awful movie ahead. spoiled. Warning, spoilers ahead. Let's get into it. Um, so. I was going to text you, Nick, about why they introduced such a big company right from the get-go. You mentioned to me that they did mention it very briefly in Jurassic Park, but Biosyn is the main, you know, bad company in this. Like, originally it was InGen, now it's Biosyn. And I'm reading the book for the first time, actually. The book is phenomenal, by the way. And Biosyn just mentioned it. Yeah, and Biosyn has mentioned it, and as well as the main antagonist, the 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 Tim Cook of Jurassic World, if, yes, if you would yes, call him. I was going to say it too. Um, he is like wearing the sweater, tucked into the pants, and everything, and it's ridiculous. But um, uh, he's mentioned in it. He he makes an appearance in the Jurassic Park movie briefly when meeting up with uh, Dennis. Um, but like for for them to just throw it in there for people who have forgot about Biosyn or haven't want, read the book, it's just another copy and paste movie about or, or what these films have been about the past, you know, se- seven years. You know, it's just this awful company or person trying to do something with these dinosaurs that never works out, you know. So that's why when I looked at Battle of Big Rock and then the, the prologue, um, we saw dinosaurs terrorizing civilians watching movies at a drive-in or camping. And that's, that's what I wanted it to be more. So I, I didn't want, I didn't want this big corporation trying to, trying to make the next better tomorrow. I wanted, I wanted more destruction, more dinosaurs, but a, a conclusion that works Yeah. to where, okay. Yeah. Maybe we do something about the predators, but we can keep the herbivores in or, you know, bring the original cast in for a a split second you know they the fact the matter is the force awakens brought in han uh he they brought in harrison ford right from the get-go but sam neill laura dern jeff goldblum were thrown into this just because they were like okay fallen kingdom did so poorly we need people to come back and see this um yeah and they did. They didn't put their heart in it. Maybe Jeff Goldblum did. He 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 was hilarious when he was on the screen. But Sam Neill and Laura Dern felt so dry, man, so dry. And when they were trying to feed the fans with all this nostalgia stuff, I don't know why. Um, Tim Cook has a Barbasol can on a shelf behind his desk. <laughs> that is the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah, how did he get um, that? I I don't know. Maybe he just had a copy of when he first. Gave it to Dennis way back in Jurassic Park. And but that he was looks like, beat wow, up. That, like... I think they were implying that that was the same one from the Parks movie. 
and it was almost yeah, it was you. almost the reason I rewatched the original because I was like I'm pretty sure that I got buried under like, yeah yeah dirt, very much mud did. tons of mud it is tons like, of mud that thing is like gone yeah like if and then you, he dies if you told someone from where same... that was they wouldn't be able to find it right show some blood Colin and Colin why do you hate dinosaurs I <laughs> the dinosaurs that are on the screen in this movie are great uh the the dino with um that looked like a giant bird with the huge talons. Oh, salad that is a real dinosaur. Yeah, salad fingers. Yep, <laughs> that terrorizes uh, Bryce Dallas. Um, that was like that the is a real one... dinosaur. That is the one scary dinosaur in this movie. Yeah, that was like the one moment of tension done yeah. properly. The whole movie. Yeah, that was that was the best moment of the movie, basically. But. That's a real dinosaur. I watched uh, Apple TV's Prehistoric Planet, and uh, they talked about it, and uh, it was awesome seeing that. So I'm like, okay, that's great. And it was actually the the most terrifying dinosaur, the the Giganotus or whatever you want to call it. I thought it was gigantic. Oh, you mean the Joker? Yeah, the Joker. The Joker's. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Oh man. my god! I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, it, that thing that thing came on the screen two times, and it got its ass rocked at the end there um and I, I will say this if they killed rexy at the end there i would have been i, I would have walked out is that right is there. that supposed to be the exact same t-rex honestly from the original i've been in I, in my mind i know that they've island hopped a bunch but to me every time a t-rex has shown up i just assume it's the same one like yeah, I, I, I think may, so they may they made like a comment in the movie they mentioned like the t-rex is here and i think it was like sam neil's it was, kid, it was like it was like you have the T-Rex and it made it sound like okay, there's so only let's, been one. Let's do that. Let's do the math. So Jurassic Park, it survived. Jurassic World, it survived. Uh, Jurassic Park 3, it died, but maybe that wasn't it. Jurassic that World, was, that was, was on there. Ila Sorna. So the T-Rex, yeah, yeah, yeah. The T-Rex that, was that a went whole to different San Diego T-Rex. is different than the one that was in Jurassic Park that went to Jurassic World. Because in Jurassic World, okay. the fully functioning park, they said... This is the same T-Rex. So the T-Rex that beat the Indominus Rex is the same one from Jurassic Park. Yeah, well, we can't count out the Mosasaur, which I was really bummed that we did not get to see in this. We saw it for a a second at the beginning of this movie. And then they were like, all right, done with him. (laughs) We paid him. We paid him whatever amount he can go back to swimming in the, the ocean. And we just never saw him again. Colin, why do you hate dinosaurs? There was no dinosaurs on this. There were way too many. There were too many politics in this. They were like, well, like you haven't even let's talked talk, about. Yeah, let's Nick. Let's because I was saving it for you. Let's talk about your main gripe because I was saving it for you. Okay, this so, is we. I feel like a constant theme. Every other episode, I harp on or bring up the fact like, is this false marketing? Like, did they just serve us a like a false movie? And I feel mm-hmm. like they did it again. Because yeah. the entire, like the end of Fallen Kingdom going into like the marketing of this movie, you touched on like the prologue, which they released that last summer in IMAX before Fast 9. And they were like, this is the first five minutes of Jurassic World Dominion. And then they cut it from the movie. <laughs> they cut the first five minutes from the movie. I don't, yeah. I, it boggles my mind. Like the, the prologue was cool. Battle for Big Rock, cool. I was excited to see dinosaurs just out and about. I'm sick of the parks. We've se- there are movies about parks. I don't want to see the parks. You released 
a genocide worth of dinosaurs upon the earth in the last movie. And it is not, not one, not touched on, and two, not the plot of this movie. It is insane. The, the main like plot point in this movie is there are giant locust bugs from the Cretaceous period that Biosyn created to destroy the world's crops so that they could have a monopoly on farm seed. That's the plot of a Jurassic World movie. That's insane. Like I the the locusts when they first came on screen, I was like, oh, this better be like a one scene thing. And it wasn't like bias in the, the company you mentioned with like with Tim Apple or whatever, or Dodson. Like his company is just evil for no reason. And they're no. based out in Italy. Um that the the main the main group of uh the the nostalgia characters go to and infiltrate it's just it's it's nonsensical that like they would do this like you said colin trevor do you hate dinosaurs i think he does because i don't understand how they had a layup a layup to have a movie about dinosaurs integrating in the real world and they did this and i don't understand it Jason, well, please I, take yeah. the mic from me before I keep rambling about this. Yeah, no, you guys, I mean, I know all three of us being in agreement does make for the most interesting podcast, but you guys are spitting truth right now. I mean, again, like I was saying earlier about what they could have done, I would have taken it one step further than what you just said, Nick, about a movie focused on dinosaurs integrating with the world. I would have loved, and this is where I thought they were going in the original Jurassic World when they first announced it. I wanted to see a movie where, dude, Jurassic, uh, the dinosaurs have taken over the world. Like they, they are now hex predator, and we are fighting to survive. I mean, cities just destroyed. I mean, abandoned, not destroyed, but like abandoned. I mean, just you know, T Rexes everywhere, uh, raptors everywhere. I mean, just the the world is run amok with dinosaurs and we are fighting to survive now i mean maybe that would just be a retread of you know planet of the apes i don't know but that would have been awesome to see and to your point instead what did we see we saw a movie about uh about bugs eating crops because those evil capitalists you know those dawn capitalists you know organizations corporations and the evil doing activities. And uh, and then we end up halfway through the movie back in a park. We're back in a park. Yeah, you they, know, like they basically halfway, just made a park. Halfway through the movie, they just said, yeah, so Biostin uh, rounded up all the dinosaurs and put them in this park. Yep. So they're back in the park. And it's like, oh my gosh. They you, like, you literally set up with two movies about how dinosaurs are all over the place. Now you're like, yep, we're rounding them back up. And then, and then, that's so that was really frustrating in of itself. And then at the end of the movie, you know, you were talking in about not wanting the politics involved at the end of the movie. Uh, it ends with just like a, a kumbaya dinosaurs are now integrated with the real world. And it's like, ah, everyone's happy. Like I'm fine with some politics, but like make it some gritty politics. Like what Literally, is, it was, what does be uh, just, Yes, because dinosaurs would not would not integrate nicely with the world. It, like, no. it had it had like raptors or something running alongside horses, and then like you know the giant birds flying alongside 
like geese or something. It's like, okay, this is not realistic to what would happen. And there would be politics involved, but it would be like, it'd be dark and it'd be gritty and it'd be tough. And uh, that would be interesting to see. Not this whole thing about this corporation, you know, making bugs. That's so dumb. I will say though, I, I, I'll have two positives, two positive takeaways from the film. Positive number one, even though it was ridiculous and dumb and boring, the, the stuff with the dinosaurs is still cool. I still love seeing dinosaurs. I, yeah, I, that's that's what I gave my review. I, I yeah, I I gave my review. I, I said the awful things about the movie, and then I was like, the only part I like is dinosaurs. That's the only part I've liked about all the uh, the I guess should I say the remaining Jurassic Worlds. The first one again is really solid, and really strong story points with really strong characters. But then Fallen Kingdom and Dominion. The only good parts were with the dinosaurs. Oh, like, like the ending, the ending with the T Rex and the the other one was really fun. I I wish that they would have built those two dinosaurs up throughout the entire movie. And I almost wish that like those two dinosaurs. I almost wish if you were gonna go the way they went, I almost wish that it wasn't humans who made a dumb decision that like kind of set everything ablaze at the end. I almost wish it was like, hey, Bios, and you're an idiot for putting these two apex predators in the same park like they're gonna be like fighting each other and something they you know that would have been sweet and then you see the climax at the end of the two fighting that would have been cool i thought um, i thought for a split second during that fight like there's a moment where like the joker dinosaur is like "Ooh, i won and i thought instead of the uh the salad fingers dinosaur that another <laughs> um Indominus Rex was going to show up like oh, they had God. built another I mean, one. I, I, I had again, a split I, I would not. I was like, ooh, is it the Indominus Rex? Because that would have been kind of a fun way to bring it back together. No, absolutely not. I, I disagree. I, I like if the they, Indominus if, Rex. If Indominus Rex, uh, I don't get me wrong. I loved it. But if they brought that in, that would have been the most ridiculous thing in the world. Well, they, they said they said early in the movie that uh, Biosyn doesn't uh you know, right. re-engineer dinosaurs. I know, they, but Biosyn also that. said that they're a good company. I thought that that would like they said that intentionally for it to set up something later. Like, oh shoot, they actually are like working on dinosaurs. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, second, uh, second, second thing I liked about the movie. Second thing I liked about the movie. Uh, it's already been mentioned. I think Jeff Goldblum is hysterical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I he's he's, I, he's I, easily I, the strongest part in this. Movie. I genuinely was laughing at almost every line he had after his introduction. His introduction was really boring. Uh, but after that, it was really funny when he was, when he was, uh, I mean, he made so many funny comments to Chris Pratt. I mean, Chris Pratt is pretty funny. I like Chris Pratt. I didn't mind his character very much. I think that's but, the first time we've mentioned him. But yeah, uh, no, but, seriously, that's it. That's it. You, you introduce these great characters in Jurassic world, 2015, Chris Pratt's character, ex Navy, he works on he he literally trained velociraptors and then what does Colin do? He's shooting that in the ground. He's like, you know what? Well, no, we're not. Hey, he became that. a dad, man. Let's well, we should probably mention Clone Girl before we before we wrap this up yeah. really quick. Like we should probably yeah. touch on that subplot. That's one of the bigger plot points too. Uh, so Macy, who is introduced in Fallen Kingdom uh, at the end. Um, is the uh, kind of the big center point throughout this. Everybody's looking for her. 
because she's worth a, a ton of money. She's very valuable. And um, she actually gives a redemption story for uh, Wu, who I thought should have been dead after the first movie. He did not deserve a redemption arc. You know, he didn't. He deserved to die. <laughs> um, but it's just, again, it's Man, Colin feeding you're the fans. Saying, you're saying he deserves to die. You said Colin Trevorrow. What did, what yeah. did you say? He's not an him? apex predator. He should not. He, he should not have survived his own movie. Oh honestly, he should have gotten killed by one of the CGI dinosaurs. Uh, but Macy is kind of the center point. Everybody's looking for her. Uh, 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 Bryce Dallas Howard and uh, Chris Pratt kind of take her in, under their wings and uh, are living on a remote ranch in Nebraska. And they're, they told her to not go out because people will abduct her and she's worth a lot of money. And sure enough, what does she do? She gets abducted. And transferred over to Biosyn. And it, was it just me? Or did you guys feel like there was a lot of teleporting in this movie? Oh, so much Who's teleporting. The, like the, the the guy who is a, a worm in Biosyn. What's his name? Uh, the the black guy uh, who with the super dapper fit. Oh, Ramsey. Ramsey. He, at one point, he was... He was face to face with Tim Cook saying, nope, I'm not, I'm not working for you anymore. Then the next scene, they cut over to them in the forest. And sure enough, a minute into their dialogue in the forest, Ramsey is right there. He's like, guys, I'm here to help you. I'm like, where did you come from? The there, was, there, there was so many, there was so many just random coincidental, you know, things that happened in the movie just to get the plot moving forward. I was oh, like, yeah. wait, what? Like the biggest right. one, the biggest one, for example, <laughs> the whole end of the movie. What's the what's the whole end of the movie about? Just like what the original dress park is about. It's about the group trying to get them their way off the park, out of the park, right? It was all about right. them, like you know, getting the power up and getting out, getting the shield back on, getting out. Like they need to get out. <laughs> you know, that was the whole part. Um, excuse me, there were hundreds and hundreds of employees in this exact same location like 15 minutes ago and now they're all just gone where, yep. where do they go where do they go well, and they if, did and let if the they... dinosaurs into the building so well it, that wasn't the plot line it wasn't the, okay that the dinosaurs didn't get inside the building there were no dinosaurs inside the building so why are these guys trying to find a helicopter steal a helicopter turn on the shield get out of here uh your thousands of employees found a safe way off somehow uh maybe just join them like what and then and then tim cook is like i gotta go a different way from the thousands of employees <laughs> we you know we probably set up this very well thought out emergency escape plan that they all did i'm gonna instead take the broken subway that leads directly into dinosaurs uh uh, yeah. it's so stupid it's, so it's just colin feeding the fans essentially but he feeds his bullshit but macy is this uh, i'm not that interested amazing... i'm not that interested in the girl i don't think she's interesting <laughs> well if she's a major plot point so that's why we're talking just... about her macy's daughter is this insanely gifted scientist apparently that co-founded jurassic park and yeah, i don't the, know if she the second like it. main scientist like we learned in the last movie that Maisie's grandpa slash dad was like a co-founder with John Hammond. And then in this movie, we're learning that Maisie's mom slash, I guess just mom slash her was like one of the best scientists on Jurassic Park. Right. I hate, I hate that. 
a lot of stuff happening never, off screen. Yeah. And just new ideas introduced that kind of just taint the original films. It's just like, no, you can't, you can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can keep the idea that Maisie is a clone and that this, this grandpa wants his daughter back. So he clones her and, or she clones herself and whatnot. And he's trying to keep her as prized possession, but don't introduce a concept like that. That dives right down into the lovely part of Jurassic Park, which is the the first movie and John Hammond and everything that he wanted. And then for them to do that is awful. And it concludes to nowhere, of course, you know, she gives, she gives Dr. Wu a redemption arc, which he does not deserve. And this glorious shot of him in the field with locusts flying all around him. Um, it's just this is just such a bad movie. It's just so bad. Should we I wrap have, it up, guests? I, I have, yeah, like I have two. I have two closing thoughts. Yeah, Maisie, Maisie's character at the last, at the end of the last movie, released dinosaurs into the world, like that, an earth-shattering thing to do. Um, and then in this movie, <laughs> yeah. she feels like no guilt about it. Like I, it would have been more interesting if she was like. I feel really guilty about releasing dinosaurs into the world and like just the casualties people that, at random. Yeah. Just the casualties that random. come with that, like hundreds well, of think, thousands of people dying because of that. And she's just like, da, 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 da. Like, I think I you've got to take in consideration that, and this is where the politics come in, is that a lot of people traded dinosaurs. They, they used them for money and they, they essentially they were on a black market. I mean, you saw it in Italy. It would have been better for so the world I think if they maybe stayed she, on the black market. Well, yeah, but... She released so them you, to you the can, world. You can kind of understand why she feels less guilty because people are utilizing the dinosaurs too. No. Okay? No. No, I, I, no. I, think, I think Nick makes a great point. And again, it's another lost opportunity to dig into the ramifications of that because, yeah she should be behind balls for the rest of her entire life. Like, you know, with that one scene in, uh, I don't know where we were, Morocco or something. Where were we? Uh, some European coastline. And uh, Malta. the dinosaurs, Malta and the dinosaurs were walking around. And the, these guys are just like riding on scooters. Like seemingly, <laughs> seemingly unaware that there's oh, a dinosaur awesome. right behind them. Just riding on a scooter yeah. and just gets eaten. Just yeah. eaten randomly. That's because yeah. amazing. Your yeah, fault. that is because of Maisie. Okay, and- so let's let's quick let's quick write what we wanted Dominion to be. We wanted it to be Maisie feeling guilty about these dinosaurs who have I just essentially dinos- taken over the world again. Do, do you want me taken to pitch, over the do world? Me, do you want me to pitch you a script? Let me pitch you a script. I, I I haven't thought about this, but I'm coming up with it on the spot. Wait, really quick. Can I just give my second quick thought and then I'll I can be done talking. Yep. Uh, you guys mentioned like the 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 casting um trying to get out of the the pseudo park uh that was the bison group every time a member would join that group and it got bigger it like <laughs> made me laugh out loud there's a scene yeah. where the joker dinosaur like has them trapped behind a car and there's like 10 11 yeah. 12 people yeah. behind this car and they're just like <laughs> circling like it's the yeah. biggest group i've ever I, seen yeah uh, like, nobody move and they're all moving it's yeah like, and it's one of, it's one of the worst scenenes and like the dinosaur is like an idiot like yeah. you know and that's and that's what made the dinosaur so much less threatening is because of how idiotic it was yeah and you know indominus if that was the indominus rex or the t-rex it would have eaten like half the group i'm just saying so
Okay, Jason, pitch, pitch, pitch a script before we trans out, transition out of here. Well, I would say if if you're on Travolo, you have the material that you're given, which is the Fallen Kingdom movie before you. I think this is what you do. You set the movie 15 years in the future. Set the movie 15 years in the future. The world is decimated. Maisie Williams is just distraught. Maisie Williams? Arya Stark? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, she's probably... Probably distraught too, honestly. I oh like- my gosh, that is so fun. I kept hearing Maisie, and that's like what my mind was going. Honestly, so that's, that's Maisie hilarious. is distraught, but she's still alive 15 years later, uh, along with Chris Pratt and Dallas, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. And, um, you know, I don't know, 50% of the population is gone, 75% of the population is gone. And, uh, and honestly, you know, it could be. I know everyone wants to be kumbaya, but you could get a doc and like, hey, we found out a way scientifically to basically reverse engineer and, and maybe even kill off all the dinosaurs. Maybe like, you know, spread. It's kind of like the locust thing where they figure out how to like get something out there and they'll just kill all the dinosaurs. And it's like a redemption arc for, for Maisie. At least that would be more interesting. That would be more interesting. Yeah. Maybe, well, maybe, well, maybe it kills off all the uh, carnivores. You know, or maybe it just like it just a, like kills off the carnivores, and then we can, an idea. Keep, we can still keep the nice dinosaurs, but like the T Rexes and the Raptors, they all die. And Here, here's an idea: the, the dinos win. The dinos, oh, the win. dinos and they, win. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and, and then the world, the, the world is it just have to adapt. Dude, the humans just have to dude, adapt. And the ending shot could be just like the ending shot of the of Jurassic Park, where the T Rex is, you know. Uh, is uh roaring inside yeah. the when dinosaurs dude, ruled the earth instead instead entire population of the earth human wise is gone dead and then you get like pride rock pride rock in africa dude mm. lion king instead of the lion it's the t-rex and he just rolls over he's like holding his, he's holding up his baby over like Tiny over rex. his kingdom which is the world it's it's back to you know the dinosaur age yeah wow all right. Okay. So what you guys? What, what you guys gave it? Letterbox. Uh, I gave it a two out of five, which is half a star more than Fallen Kingdom. Not good. I honestly will never touch this movie again, uh, willingly or without consent. Um, yeah, didn't love it. Dressed it is. To... What'd you say? I was. You go ahead. Um, and then I'll give my quick Jurassic ranking um, of just of the movies. I have it at Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, The Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, Jurassic World Dominion, uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. That is my list and I'm sticking to it. I washed my hands of this franchise. Good night. Unfortunately, I'm not done with the franchise yet because Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous is still going on Netflix, which I honestly recommend you guys. It's a stellar TV show. But I gave this a two-star. Honestly, I'm thinking about dropping it down a half-star. It's just awful the more I think about it. Um, Again, the only good part was the dinos, and there weren't many dinosaurs on it. But Jurassic Park 3, the third installment of the Jurassic Park franchise, is 10 times better than Dominion. And that movie is not good. Um, 
I was going to so, say that's not a good movie. No, it's not, but it's way better than Dominion. And uh, yeah, Nick, I'm in the same I'm in the same ballpark as you in terms of listening to movies. Jurassic Park, and then wow, Colin, you did it. Jurassic World is number two. You did a great job on that one, man. But it just went downhill. Jason, I haven't posted my review for Jurassic World Dominion yet. I've been thinking about it a little bit, but I have the rating already locked in. I am giving it a one and a half. It's uh, not a great movie. It's not a good movie. It's not an okay movie. It's a bad movie. And it's not one I ever want to watch again. So that's my rating. Um, Like always, we ended up kind of staying on this topic a lot longer than I think either of us anticipated we were going to. So let's uh, wrap it up and talk a little bit about what we've been watching recently. So Ian, why don't you go first? What, uh, what's been on your tube the last week or so? Oh, I mentioned it earlier. I watched prehistoric planet on Apple TV. It's kind of like a, uh, you know, planet earth. It's uh, narrated by David Attenborough and it's really good. It's honestly uh, um, a, not as gory as I was expecting it to be. I think that's maybe mainstream Hollywood into my head, but it's good. On the plane, um, I watched Death Proof, which is Quentin Tarantino's um, mm. 2009, 2007 film. Um, I really liked it. I thought I thought it was good. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, it's probably his least talked project, and uh, Nick explained why. Uh, what what it what is it? Grindhouse? Is that what it's? Yeah, it's it's part of the uh, Grindhouse double feature. Robert Rodriguez has I forget what his movie is, but it's like it was released in theaters as like both of them. Um, so you would watch that one. There'd be an intermission, and then you watch, would watch the uh, Robert Rodriguez movie, and they called it like Grindhouse. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but other than that. Uh, I've been watching Planet the boys. Terror, I up think, with... is what it's his is called. I okay, think. okay. Uh, other than that, I've been watching the boys. Been watching Obi Wan, um, and the new season of Peaky Blinders just dropped, so yes. I gotta get started on that. Um, but that's pretty much been it. What about you, man? What have you been watching? All right, I'll just take that because I think that was for Jay, but he was not paying attention. Um, no, I, he said, wait, hold no, on. I said, 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 said Nick. Nick. Oh, I thought you said man. How? I heard no, man. no, no. Man, how well, can I'm, you roast someone when you're just so dead wrong? I've been doing it all my life. Stop, stop grubbing your grubbing. Stop grabbing your bucket here. Uh, bucket hat ears, Jason. It's making me uncomfortable. Um. One movie I, I want to highlight this week is the new Netflix movie Hustle with uh, Adam Sandler. It's like his NBA movie. I really enjoyed it a lot. This is easily it one of so, it looks so bad. Really, no, it's good. Like I really enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought it looked bad too. Um, one of Adam Sandler's best performances in in a minute. Um, this is honestly a big win for. Netflix movies. Um, this is probably my favorite Netflix original of the year. I can't think of another one I've liked more. Where'd you um, put it on your uh, 2022 list? I don't think it made it, but it was still good. Oh, okay. Like it was still it. It was just it was like a generic paint by numbers 
sports movie that's elevated by the performances. Anthony Edwards um, is he plays an awesome antagonist in the movie. He has some acting chops for being uh, I think this is he just completed a second year in the league. So he's he's um, pretty young guy has some serious acting chops. The movie's great. If you have Netflix, check it out. I have uh, I have been watching Obi Wan, of course. Still not feeling very good about it. Um, two episodes left, so in a couple weeks we will talk about the finales and the whole series as a whole. But not feeling it. I uh, watched the first episode of season three of, of For All Mankind, which is on Apple TV. Have you guys seen For All Mankind? No, I've, I've been meaning to. Is it good? Dude, it is awesome. I like it a ton. I mean, I have a specific uh, proclivity to space. I love space stuff. I keep up, honestly, with all things like SpaceX and what they're doing. And and I love this uh, premise of um, kind of alternate history. Um, I haven't seen The Man in the High Castle, but he had the same thing. Um, but uh, I would... Highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So awesome. season three, starting out with the Big Bang. Been enjoying that. Nice. I uh, watched uh, in bits and pieces a lot of Peaky Blinders. I think I mentioned that like a month or two ago, getting ready for the new season. So last couple of days, I've watched uh, kind of the ending to season five to prep myself for season six, which just dropped. So I am beyond stoked to start watching that. I'm so excited for season six of Peaky Blinders. And that's, that's about it. I watched on Netflix, love death and robots. Have you guys seen that animation? No, show? But that's on my, that's on my list. I've seen, yeah, I've they seen a couple a, of them. They dropped a new season. I watched it. Um, they're weird. They're for sure weird, but I, I like some of them, you know, the anthology episodes. Um, so some I don't like and some I really like. Which, which if you were to recommend one episode from the new season? I would recommend the the rat episode. I don't okay. know what it's called, but you'll be you'll be able to tell by looking at it. It's it's about rats and uh, animation. in that one's really cool and really fun to destroy. And for those who don't know, this is like a it's like a TV show that's animated, but every different. Every episode has a different animation style, like wildly different animation style. And it's an anthology series. So each episode is completely different and they're very short. They're like 20 minutes. I mean, oftentimes these episodes, there's not much dialogue in them at all. I mean, it's a very bizarre, weird little storyline. And, uh, and some of them are great. Some of them miss, but for this episode, the rat episode, and then there's one with a uh, astronaut in on a moon of Jupiter, I think. Again, I don't know the name of the episode, but you should be able to recognize it by looking at Netflix. Both cool. of those are pretty I'll, good. I'll have to check those out tomorrow then. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the episode. This is episode 15. Can you believe it, guys? 15 episodes. 15 episodes. That's insane. And I'm still we have, about the Batman. We have a backlog of episodes, so I got I to gotta drop like three different YouTube videos in the next week before I Jason, go to Michigan. The next two episodes we're going to do, you will be in Michigan, though, right? We'll all be in the same I state. Will. I will. I'll be doing a remote uh, episode next week at a camp I'm going to be at. And then the week oh, after yeah. that is going to be big. We should probably start next week's episode with announcing it. But we are going to do our first ever Podland in-person episode in two weeks. 
First ever one. First ever. For the only podcast on the, the face of the earth. First? Yeah. Well, no, second. There's two. Second. There's two. Pod, yep. There's Joe Rogan and us. So, We're the only uh, ones. By the way, all of our podcasts are remote. So. Well, that's true. That's okay. a good point. You know what, Ian? Just I love you. All. We're all going to be in you. studio in two weeks for the first time. I love you, Nick. And the studio's all right. in my apartment. All right. Well, with that, we're going to sign off and uh, we will see you guys in the next episode. Don't watch Dominion. Don't do it. Don't do it. Love you, mom. I love you, mom.